Listening to the Big Finish Podcast. Official launch date May the 29th, 2017. Hello, Nick Briggs here, co executive producer of Big Finish, uh, Voice of the Daleks, all that sort of thing. Uh, you join us on location for our Big Finish Podcast today. I've just got out of the tube station called Westbourne Park. I'm heading uh, towards the Moat Studios where a recording for Time War box sets going on. And the reason I'm going there is because Benji Clifford, my redoubtable co-host, is visiting the studio today. He will be doing the post-production on the Time War box set, so he's come to the studio, I don't know, basically probably to make a nuisance of himself. Who knows? But we'll all enjoy his company. So I'm just heading off now uh, through this very, very noisy London street on what is an unseasonably um, nice day. Yeah, it's quite hot, no jacket on, shirt sleeves, marvellous. Just about to get run over on a zebra crossing, no, I'm fine. Right, to the studio. So I'm still on my walk to the studios. You can hear in the background the noise of a, a gentle motor going. Can you? Yeah. Oh, that's just someone riding past me on some bicycles talking about an impossible dream. I wonder what that dream is that they're dreaming. Um, anyway, over to my right is a canal and uh, a lovely canal boat that's actually motoring along the canal slightly slower than I'm walking. <laughs> what a way to travel. And the whole side of the canal here is the, those traditional canal longboats that you may have seen, uh, been on for holidays or just seen pictures of in the quaint British countryside. But here we are in the middle of urban London and there's a, I don't know, a spot of tranquility here. This has turned into a travel log, and we haven't even got to the studio yet. What on earth is happening to the Big Finish podcast? Carry on listening to find out the terrible truth. Now on final approach to the Moat Studios, you can hear uh, children playing in a playground close by. There they go. And uh, just heading towards the final and top secret location of the Moat Studios in Conlon Street. Where, oh, I've, I've just told you. I'm just going past a window here where often people from Big Finish are standing. There's no one there at the moment. I'm just be passing a, a, a shoe repair and shoe manufacture place that's part of the same complex who rescued me the other day when my shoe just fell apart and I, you know, the sole fell off and bless them. There they are. Yeah. They, they repaired my shoe for a price, of course. I mean, they are a, a business. Now then, let's press the secret code. Let's see if anyone's bothering to watch the security camera. Oh, yeah, they bleeped me in. Here we go. To the second door. 
more for another bleep. Yeah, there we go. Along the one of those long darkened corridors where the lights illuminate as you walk past them. Oh, that's the theory. Oh, there goes one. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm sure the excitement is killing you. The anticipation, I should say. Heading into the moat studios. For, see who's in the green room. This is a matter of expediency. You Hi, have Benji. to change back, otherwise we going? die. No. Good. So, Benji, finally caught up with you. The podcast is underway. The podcast is underway, is yeah, it? what have you so been doing this morning? We've just been, well, I've actually been sitting in this, this chair a lot after having a <laughs> after having a fun uh, train journey here. Um, we've been by going, fun, you mean terrible. By fun, I mean terrible. Yeah. I, I've been uh, sort of, you know, red signals, a man falling asleep on my shoulder... <laughs> As you know, there's always one and uh, a screaming baby. Oh. So yeah, you know the, the on the other shoulder. Yeah, on the other <laughs> shoulder. Yeah. No, we've had a good morning. It's been really good. We've been doing some scenes for the Time War. Um, not a specific episode. Lots of different episodes and stuff. But it's been really good fun, actually. Really good fun. Well, and as I've previously explained to the listeners, if I use that bit of audio, um, you're doing the sound design on. Aren't you? I am indeed. Yes, I, I can't wait. And and as well as that, um, are we allowed to say that the Daleks are in it? Yeah, we it's are. The time war. Isn't I just it? make it. I just make it. I know. I thought that. But I thought. I don't. You know. Perhaps. It, unless it's got to be yeah, I'm, I'm making that executive decision now to blow that story. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's for me. I'm very excited. Not only because I'm doing sound design on Doctor Who anyway, but it's my first Dalek story. So naturally, I'm absolutely overjoyed to do sound design. Don't mess on this it up. One. Don't mess it up. It's important stuff, here, son important so the podcast has all gone awry we will be doing some news but David's going to help us with that oh smash it uh, we will be doing some emails we'll just randomly select them obviously we'll do a bit of random Us- using selection. our fingers and yes and- uh, what else and I don't know I think the interview might be with David Richardson oh that's he fun be the guest love, love a bit of David Richardson yeah. I hope he brings his dog as well well, he hasn't got it here. Has well, he? he needs to go and get it. Fetch well, it. We could, should we go and see what the lunch? Is? Let's have a little. Yeah, let's have a little uh, sneaky, peaky, diddly deaky. Oh yeah, going straight for the lunch. Lunch. You timed up nice. Turn up for lunch. Funny that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I don't know what this is, but I'm so, so excited. So Benji, you go before me. Take us through what the lunch is. Take us through what yeah, the yeah. lunch is. Okay, well this looks like a, a selection of chickpeas here. Possibly some hummus underneath. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a wonderful selection of fish with lime. Yeah. I, I don't know, it's, like it's like some quiche, kind of... Is it or... Can we just go for it? Yeah, yeah. Is it a bit hard to get through? <laughs> anyway, this fish, yes. and uh, fish, uh, That's artichokes and, yeah... It's the most interesting podcast we've ever done, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah, you know, talking around action, action packed and lunch <laughs> going on. You'll hear lots of voices here, but for technical reasons, uh, confidentiality, confidentiality reasons, we're not revealing who any of these people <laughs> are. They're just random voices. Okay. That, what's that? That's tuna there. Lovely chocolate. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we yeah, forgot David, to mention I'm David. that. I'm Benji. Oh, yeah, nice to reveal who he is. <laughs> David. You mean the David? Plan, the plan's gone awry. I mean, Dalvin. 
<laughs> Tell us more about the food, Benji. Uh, I will do. So there's a lovely little salad there. Well, it's actually not a little salad. It's a very big salad. Yeah. Um, let's see, we've got another sort of salad next to that. A selection of fine beans there. Is that is that butternut squash? It, it, cer- that it is, certainly yeah. looks like a butternut what squash. Are these? They are they they've got potato in them, haven't they? Oh, There's more potato so. over there, mashed potato. This must be that's just the potato p- the potato <laughs> area. Is it Attack of the Killer Potatoes? I think it is. Marvelous. I think you'll all agree it's a fine selection of. Uh, Food. Should we have some of it now? Let's have some of I'm it I'm going to press stop. Can I ask you what's in this? No. I have no idea. This is the Big Finish News. You'll be... and Benji and David... That's an extra one. Uh, we uh, we would love uh, Benji to play an instrument now, but the trouble is it's too noisy for the recording. That get, must have been get, awful. Get in trouble again, yeah. We, we, oh, it's all happening in the wrong order. You'll discover what that was about later in the podcast. You'll discover bit. that in the time war when yeah, the Daleks get interrupted by a madman causing too much noise. First up on the news, um, the prisoner... Uh, we've some updates on the forthcoming second volume of The Prisoner. Coming in August is the second volume of our critical hit, it says here, The Prisoner. An audio recreation of the cult 1960s TV show written and directed by Knock Brogs. And starring Mel- Mark Elstob. Here's a, a, a trailer. I met a man today. An extraordinary man. Please state your code. ZM73. It looks just the same. The car? Well, good. I didn't know the previous owner. You. I mean, my... Someone bought it for me. Many happy returns. What's your name? What's yours? Kate. Kate Butterworth. How do I know I can trust you? How do you know you can trust anyone? I don't. What have you told her? None of your business. I don't quite understand. You were in a village, you didn't know where it was, and you didn't want to be there. Don't worry. It'll all be over soon. What's your name? No names. Just, just numbers. Six. Six? Number six. Everybody wants to tell their story, don't they? <laughs> this is beginning to sound like an interrogation. Danvers, is this your idea of a joke? No, sir. Mark Stein just called. ZM73 is back and he wants to see you. Good God. If you had to escape from this village, was someone keeping you there by force? Yes. So, how did you get away? I told you, it was empty. You just woke up one morning and everyone had gone? Yes. Even the people trying to keep you there? Everyone had gone. supposed to achieve turn it off what is the village don't you know where is it i don't know all i know is that i escaped from it how i'll admit it i'm fascinated to know your story you want to turn my life into a book would that be such a bad thing everyone has a story i don't tell stories why not everyone tells stories not me i've got nothing to say so you have a secret it's all secret there is no village. It's a Soviet fiction. Your cover story. 
He died in the service of his country. That's all they'd say. I can assure you that none of us has heard of this village place. Why should I believe you? Why should we believe you? Because you have some proof that I'm telling the truth. Not much proof. Precisely. We need more information from you, ZM-73. Information. We want did you tell them why you resigned? No. Why not? Because it was none of their damned business, and it's none of yours either. I met a man today, an extraordinary man. Well, certainly a man with an air of mystery about him. And the stories featuring in it are I Met a Man Today, which is adapted from Many Happy Returns, uh, Project Six, which is an adaptation of A, B and C, Hammer into Anvil, which funnily enough is an adaptation of Hammer into Anvil, and Living in Harmony, which is not adapted from the TV episode of the same name. <laughs> uh, that's how crazy I am. So hang on, you've, you've got an episode called Living in Harmony, but it's a totally new plot. Exactly. You, you yeah. are crazy, aren't you? <laughs> but it was, it was really, um, it was absolutely the right title for it and I thought yeah that would be fun to do Um, coming out on I think the 30th which is the Tuesday isn't it we've got um, the latest from the Doctor Who short trips range but there's there's nothing much in there in this new story about that (laughs) falling it's called yeah can't tell you anything else about it David what what's the news as far as your concerns coming up well, I was about, I was about to say something that's coming up, and then I thought, actually, no, we can't say anything about yeah. that. Okay, um, that's, <laughs> that's always good. But you will hear about it. Um, news of stuff coming up. I, don't, I just exist in studio. I don't exist in the current moment. So, no news from you then. No, do, no news from me. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, it's it's stuff that we can mention. I mentioned it in the podcast the week before it's all coming out. Um, <gasps> I've got a bit of news. Okay. Oh, it's, here it okay. Is. Well, when that, well, I can say that the Eighth Doctor, the Time War, has a new companion in it, <gasps> and she's recording right next door. And you'll find out who it is soon. She's very good. She's very good. And uh, yes, you, you'll we'll probably have seen her on telly. Yeah, well, and also you will have heard her in this podcast having lunch, but we told her not to say who she was. Oh, did you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she just said some vague thing as I walked past her with the microphone. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. yeah, and that's exciting. That's one of the most beautiful people you've ever met in your life. She's I mean, so easygoing, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lovely and really good in the part. Yes. That's, that's a good one. No trailer, obviously, for that yet. Well, you never know. We've got the 10th Doctor trailer. Send send, out send it my hours. way and I will I will whisk some magic up. Well, you could do, couldn't you? I could do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, absolutely. I'd have to have it by uh, uh, Saturday. I can. I've, uh, <laughs> whisk it my way. Whisk it my. Okay. Well, if Benji could make a, a Time War uh, trailer, it'll be here. But if not, it's just me going. Hmm. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, the Eighth Doctor, the Time War, Volume One. Welcome aboard the space cruiser Theseus. We're on a cruise liner. But there's no glass. That's space out there. Please have your tickets and boarding passes ready. Why aren't we dead? Because I doubt they would sell many tickets for the cruise if it killed people. 
Sensors indicate the enemy TARDIS we have pursued. Destroyed! I obey. This feels different somehow. Doctor, we're on holiday, remember? Ripples are becoming waves crashing onto the shore. Meaning? That something wicked this way comes. Big finish. We love stories. And to be fair, most of the listeners have heard pretty much all of episode four in the background to this podcast, haven't they? So. I hope so. That's a, that's a new way to enjoy Big Finish in the background. I must just tell you, actually, uh, when um, uh, I had, a, in inverted commas, a friend when I was much younger, who was a Doctor Who fan, when all these sort of recordings of Doctor Who were just sort of coming to light before the days of video and everything. And he, rather annoyingly, he had an audio recording of the Daleks, the first Dalek story. And he got it. And he redubbed it with Monty Python sketches over the top of it. And then played played it to, or left it on his tape recorder. And me and my mate said, Oh, this looks like the Daleks. And we played it and we could only half hear what was going on. <laughs> and that was his way of torturing us for sne- sneaking a listen to his cassettes. <laughs> what were you going to say, Ben? There was a thing this week that somebody redubbed the Daleks with. Uh, oh, I can't remember. They'd, oh, they'd redubbed they'd, the video. They'd redubbed is... just the Daleks and the act of saying, but it was all just complete nonsense. But it was really good, but I can't remember. Very similar, but yeah. Ah. yeah. Well, I think that's the end of the news, Benji. Well, I think well, that's the... How would you get rid of the news? How would I, well, I mean, I, I, I was going to shove the, the news into a parallel dimension using a great guitar, but Toby's told me off, so the news has to just stay in this room now. I can't do a lot with it. I, I can't. Give, I could give another bit of news. Oh, like, hold on! Oh, yes. He likes to break the format. I do. I Basically, do. we're just going to leave this. Leave the format breaking, Richardson. <laughs> um, I can say that there is one fourth Doctor story for next year that we haven't announced yet, and we're recording that at the start of June. And there'll be news about that soon. But I can say, it's written by an actor who you will know from Doctor Who. <gasps> ah, yes, John Pertwee. <laughs> <laughs> I should also mention that uh, on the 31st, there's some more Pathfinder Legends. Uh, Sinister events threaten to overwhelm our heroes in the latest Pathfinder Legends release from Big Finish and Paizo. Pathfinder Legends Curse of the Crimson Throne, it's called Skeletons of Scarwell. And it's released this coming week. I have nothing else to say about it because the the news story hasn't been uh, finished. So we've done everything in the wrong order. That's the end of the news. That is, no, it's not, that's the beginning of the news. The end was when we started. <laughs> it's all confusing us. It's wonderful. Time now for listeners' emails. Right, here are some emails. What do we have? <coughs> oh, so we're literally... We're literally... Just quickly, was there one that we were going to read out last week that we didn't? I can't remember if that was a... No, no, I uh, I don't think so. Oh, one came in from Dean Harrison, That was it? it, yeah. While we were still... Yeah, here we are. Strange instruments, eh? Okay, um, by the way, as Benji hasn't told you, because he's slightly nonplussed by the way we're recording this... Um, what do you have to do if you want to take part in the, the Big Finish emails? Well, if you want to take part in the Big Finish emails, it's very simple. You just go to your computer, turn it on by the, using the on button, wait for it to fire up, <laughs> and send us an email to podcast at bigfinish.com. That's P-O-D-cast at B-I-G finish dot C-O-M. Please do. We love reading your emails, and it's always 
such a pleasant surprise when we open those little uh, pretend envelope things in our minds and uh, read yes, what... I'm opening the pretend envelope <laughs> in my mind. And read what they say. So, yes, please So do. this one's from Dean Harrison. Benji... Sorry, Nick, this one's just for Benji. I think the strange instrument you described as a cowbell with the ball attached that sounds like cowboys is a... What's, is a vibra slap, as heard at the beginning of Ozzy Osbourne's Crazy Train. Absolutely is called a vibra slap. It definitely is. Because I, I couldn't remember the name. That's exactly the right in, uh, uh, instrument. So well done, Dean. Uh, an odd instrument I found recently was a spring drum, which is essentially a small hand drum with skins, top and bottom, and a hole in the side with a long spring attached to the bottom skin. Uh, just shaking the drum is enough to make the spring generate atmospheric thunder-like sounds and then combinations of playing the top skin and moving your hand over the hole can produce some very unearthly effects. A great tool for a sound designer, I reckon. Cheers, Dean Harrison. Well, I have to say, that certainly does sound good. I was, I was Before you got to the bit about uh, a sound designer, I have to say that is a perfect tool for a sound designer really and you think if it produces some weird sounds uh, then can you imagine what would happen when we put it through reverbs and modulation yeah. and reverse it and, and mangle it through lots of well I, I think I use something a bit like that in Cyberman where it's with the sort of thing hanging out and you'd uh, the metal thing hanging out of the skin and you'd ping it and it would go oh wow but now it's gone all vibratey and funny. It's it's something happened to it at the Doctor <laughs> Who 50th anniversary thing at the XL. I used it there in our demonstration, and afterwards it was never the same. Never, never the same. <laughs> never going to use it. No. Oh, hold on. What's this? This looks a bit weird. This is from. I love you. I love you. It's called <laughs> from Daniel. Oh, Presumably is... everybody knows that we are together at this point. This is a very live. Um... <laughs> it is. No, no. I meant in this room. I don't mean. <laughs> <laughs> sounded very weird uh, hello oh, would you want to read this one? Uh, I, I will read this one yeah hello Nick and Benji exclamation mark first of all I have to say that I really love your audio adventures and I hope you never stop or well, so do I mm-hmm. um, whilst I am working I always listen to audiobooks like Game of Thrones or War and Peace that thing had more than 50 CDs and your audio dramas are always sh- a short diversion well compared to 50 CDs well that's it I was thinking yeah. that when I, re- when I read about uh, War and Peace I was thinking oh blimey that's that a long book on, yeah, yeah. You, know, you have to carry those things on wheels don't you <laughs> so, Alan Partridge famously said uh, uh, and thumbs up uh, to your new two-story monthly releases. I really love the music of Vortex Ice. Uh-huh. Who was behind that one? Let's, well, let's be better check. I can't remember now. Vortex Ice. Let's just type that in. Vortex Ice. Ice is nice. There we go. Uh, right. We're getting there. We're getting there, So, So, Colin... Oh, it's Joe Kramer. Of course oh, it is. Yeah, what a I, dude. I, yeah, what I, a dude. I wrote uh, to Joe. I, I feel ashamed and embarrassed that I didn't remember because I wrote to Joe to tell him how brilliant his music for that one was because what he's done is a beautiful fusion of very authentic Colin Baker-style music from that era and kind of there are moments when he ups the ante and it suddenly sounds like a movie. Oh, so nice. he's I mean, Joe is a very experienced uh, composer. He was... Uh, he, 
did the score for uh, Jack Reacher, for example. Oh, yeah. is he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, of course he is. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Anyway, there a bit go. of Joe Kramer love there for you. <clears throat> um, it's sad to hear that the novel adaptations have ended, but it's understandable. Uh, I was hoping that we'll one day get a uh, renegade aced story. Um, oh. Interesting idea. It's funny, though. We, we There seems to be a, another running theme. Sorry, I'm going off from this email, but we, we seem to get a lot of... Uh, uh, novel adaptation emails through, don't we? Yeah, you've noticed that, yeah. haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the more I talk about it, the more people write in and say, yeah, I noticed that the novel... <laughs> oh. Right, we're not mentioning it ever yeah. again. <laughs> um, I think Ace's life after she leaves the Doctor and how she leaves him should really be explored. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm also looking forward to unit assembled, brackets, or backwards at the time of the next podcast, close brackets. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I hope that one day unit and torture will meet. Are they even coexisting? Yeah. The universe got rebooted and time got overridden so often in the new Doctor Who that it's hard to keep track. By the way, new Torchwood! Can't wait to get my hands on that. Yeah. Daniel. P.S. Jason teased some great news in one of the last podcasts, but the contract wasn't signed yet. Any more teasers that you can give us on that one? Uh, n- n- no. Uh, it isn't Doctor Who related. So There we go. Mm-hmm. So He's very, uh, Jason's very excited. If you've ever paid attention to anything Jason's said, which of course we all do all the time, at uh, conventions, you might be able to guess what it is because it's something he's particularly fond of himself. But no, I don't think that's been absolutely finalised, although I think it will be. There we go. You've heard it from Nicholas Briggs himself there. Heard absolutely nothing from heard me. Heard absolutely nothing. A cryptic answer. PPS, uh, I hope that one way or another you will make a podcast from Time Lash 3, brackets, where I will be attending. Oh, that's mm. the German convention. Well, there we go then. I'm not going though, so so no, I won't be. Oh, so oh. You'll have to, what you'll have to do is you'll have to imagine that that that. Big Finish have done a podcast. I don't know how that works. You just have to maybe maybe just sort of script it. <laughs> uh, right, well, here's our final email from Clyde. <clears throat> it's called That Way Leads to Shepherd's Pie. <laughs> I have no idea what's coming up here. Uh, good day to you, Supreme Commander Nicholas Briggs and Bengi, the Wonder <laughs> Dog. Um, I just want to say that your podcast is really tingling my molecules yeah. and that I'm very much looking forward to getting my grubby little protuberances <laughs> on Unit Assemble. That's a quote yes. from Remembrance. Grubby little protuberances. protuberances. <laughs> ah, Sylvester McCoy, who went and visited my wife and son this week. You know? oh, yeah, he was Lovely man. He was where they are and where I'm not. And so he, he phoned them up and took them out for a meal. Bless him. How lovely is that? That is great, isn't it? He sent me a photograph as well, which is just a picture of my son looking at his iPad in a restaurant with his face illuminated. It just says, your boy. And, you know, if I hadn't known <laughs> Sylvester better, it's a bit like um, uh, a ransom demand. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've got your boy. <laughs> anyway, maybe not. <laughs> Bad taste. Sorry. Uh, just one point I want to make is when you are listing your ranges at the beginning of the podcast, you seldom mention Jago and Lightfoot. Is this a conspiracy or you two just need to buck up? Uh, much love and keep up the great work from Clive Lewis. P.S. Did Arthur Dent ever travel with the Doctor? As the tenth has met him, I like to think he's travelled with the fourth. TTFM. Hmm, I didn't even know the tenth met Arthur Dent. Well, what's that about? I don't know. I'd like to find out. I, I love a bit of Arthur Dent. From 
Well, Hitch- I mean, Hitchhiker's uh, Guide. Simon or... Jones, who played Arthur Dent, as just appearing in uh, The Haunting of Malkin Place with the Fourth Doctor, but he's not playing Arthur Dent. Arthur Dent. I don't know what you mean that he met. Is there some crossover book or something I've never heard of? I don't know. It's one for Google, isn't it? I think. Please there. explain, Clive Lewis. Um, the, do you know we? I don't mention Jago and Lightfoot because it comes under Doctor Who. You see. And we don't tend to mention all the sub-ranges when we sum up. In this podcast, I didn't say anything about what we do. You yeah, know, nobody knows. They, they all think that we're a, uh, a water manufacturing company, the Highland Springs company. <laughs> why, why is that? Because there's, a because load of there's water. loads of water in this room. <laughs> <laughs> That's to supply the thirsty actors. I think well, the other reason as well, we're talking of Jago and Lightfoot, the reason that we don't... Um, uh, call out Jago and Lightfoot on the podcast is is mainly because if you write Jago and Lightfoot into a word processor, uh, it often spells it as Jago and, and Light Food. <laughs> <laughs> We've just had some light food. How was your big finish lunch? I love the big finish lunch. It's it's the thing is you, you always sort of run risk of sounding incredibly predictable when you go because yeah. you say I love the lunches and if you meet anybody who's gone there will always tell you how wonderful the lunch is. But I have to say, I want this one on record, the big finished lunch was was remarkable. So cheers, Toby. You're an absolute diamond. Yep, and the pudding oh, may have killed me. It was so worth it, though. I may what be a, recording this posthumously. Death by chocolate. <laughs> yes. I, I, I had three helpings. Oh, goodness, what's the matter with me? Well, what's the matter with me? Well, so that's the end of the emails. That was what? It's always a pleasure. I love... I love an email. You all should know that by now. Um, I'm sorry if we didn't get round to you. I'm sure um, we, we, we're just picking them at random today. And, and uh, But yes, if you want to get involved, remember to email in to podcast at bigfinish.com. And there we have it. So uh, I think that the next thing will be the guest interview. We'll make that with David Richardson, which he'll be very unwilling to do, but I'm going to drag him in. And then we will sort of, we will sort of retro record the news with him and then edit it in in a different order. It's very confusing. In the meantime, Benji, can you play the guitar? Uh, not very well, but I can do a little bit. Yeah, no, there's, bit. there's how many guitars are there behind you? Uh, quite, quite a One, two, three, four, five. There's a lot of guitars. There's a banjo there as well. My name is... It looks like a sort of lute, doesn't it? Oh, that is, yeah. Yeah, there's the banjo over there. Is that a banjo, that big one? That is a banjo. This is a nice bit of tuning here. I thought since we're in a studio, we should take advantage of what's around us. My favourite chord is this one, which I can't even remember. I'm, I'm terrible. I'm one of those people, when it comes to music, um, I do everything by ear and not by theory. So if you say to me, do this, I'd be like, I can't do that. I don't know what it is. But then if I, if if you say to me, oh, um, it sort of sounds like this, I'd be like, oh, you mean this? But this is definitely yeah, the best. Yeah. This is my cowboy sort of. Yeah. Uh, Mr. 
Jordi Brigo. Lounge with Benji Clifford. That's <laughs> when you do those rubbish, those rubbish, you know, you go, um, it's sort of stupid stuff like, because I wrote this song basically, um, you know, I was having a pretty difficult time and I ran out of Walker's Crisps and I just thought, well, you know, it inspired a song. Well, I was a boy, wrong voice. <laughs> that one, yeah. well, Absolute buffoon. I'm sorry for any inconvenience. This is pure podcast gold. Yeah. I want to see what this weird thing is here. Oh, yeah. This breaking. Yeah, it it is. Oh, that guitar's about to fall over. No, it's all right. It came bouncing. Yeah. Is it too loud? Yes. Oh, sorry. It's been brilliant. We're we're recording a play. We're recording a play. Yeah, there, there are. We've just spoilt the time war. <laughs> We've ruined the time war. Okay, well, it's over to uh, the guest star interview with David Richardson. He's deliberately sitting on the computer. He's such a. <laughs> Very convincing. I had that, that moment of that. Oh, you know. So you haven't uh, ever been part of the uh, the, the Big Finish um, interview, have you? No, I've been hiding for months, actually, yeah. so assuming false ideas. There, there are only a few questions. And the first one, to make it all about me, is when did you first meet me? Well, I think I first met you in the 1980s. I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> At the tavern. Oh, did, do you remember? And I was with I was with a group of friends, and friends. I remember the girl I was with pointed you out to me. She said, "Oh, I fancy him." Hey, <laughs> who was you, she, and what is her phone number? You, I, well, I, I'm not going to tell you because a she's probably married by now, yes. and b I'm think you might know her. Yeah, and c I mean it could open a whole can of worms. Could, couldn't, couldn't it? it? Yeah. Is she married? <laughs> I, don't know. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen her for many, many years. Probably okay. since about a week after that incident, yeah. actually, I haven't seen her. So wow. There you go. But I was of no notoriety, was I? I was just some random person. Yeah, but then I, I think I met you through Gary Russell and John Ainsworth, because you were living with... Them. I was. I was their lodger. I was yeah. Roger the lodger. You, Roger you the kind, lodger. We kind of came in and out of each other's lives for years. and never really knew each other that well until you offered me the job at Big Finish. Yes. That's right. Like, it's all. The world works in strange ways like that, isn't yeah. it? Sometimes that is literally just... the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, what is tingling your molecules about Big Finish at the moment? Gosh. Everything. 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 Well, obviously the Tenth Doctor stuff that we did because they were just so lovely and it was just so exciting and... Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. major, wasn't it? Um, other stuff today, we're here doing the Eighth Doctor Time War, which is brilliant, and I keep panicking because you keep walking into the gallery <laughs> with with a microphone recording, and I'm going, we're recording a twist! <laughs> <laughs> but they won't know it's a twist, you see, well, until think... two seconds before it happens in the CD. They go, oh, no, I heard that on the podcast! Oh, or a bloke yeah. walks in and goes, is this the twist <laughs> coming up? <laughs> <laughs> no, they'd know. Um, and, uh, crikey, what else are we doing? 
we we do more Tom Beck soon. And yeah. yeah. I tell you what, I mean, things I've been listening to, because I, I listen to most things you sort do. of just to a sort of compliance check. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen to The Lives of Captain Jack, uh, which oh, is phenomenal. Oh, it's, it's lovely. I mean, another, another brilliant box set from James Goss, who's too talented. Yes, definitely. Yes. Talented man. Too talented. What, um, when's that coming out? Is it June, sometime in June? That is June. Yeah. And also coming out in June is Shadow Planet and World Apart, main range, um, double bill. Again, which I thought was superb. Really lovely. There must be a trailer for that. I think you'd probably find one. Yes, well, we'll have that now. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, Shadow Planet, World Apart. Unity. The planet that brings you face-to-face with yourself. The TARDIS doesn't seem to be able to tell me where we are. This planet shouldn't even be here. Welcome to Unity. We have taster sessions available to see if finding you is for you. Not a patch on Blackpool. Doctor, there's nothing else around. Precisely. Just the three of us. No obvious signs of animal life. Each of you will overcome your shadow self and be reborn. These uniforms aren't just from different agencies. They're from different time zones, too. So, are we the first people to ever see this, then, do you reckon? We shall never escape Nirvana. Oh, no. Ace, we have to leave now! The planet can't replace its psychic core quickly enough to meet demand. If you found this, leave. Don't try to work out what happened here. Just go. Did you feel that? The planet's hurting. Oh my god! I'm gonna die on an alien planet! We're alone. We don't know how long we have left. Hex! Hex! Please don't tell me they got you. Big finish. We love stories. I think they're coming for us. Well, that's enough tingling of Big Finish stuff. What's tingling your molecules generally in entertainment? Or, um, or, or a book, or music, or some flower arranging. <laughs> some nice shrubberies. Well, I do, I do watch quite a bit of telly. Um, so telly-wise, I do, at the minute, actually, I'm watching the original series of Roots. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, that was such a phenomenon back in the 70s, wasn't it's, it? It's I've still never is, heard um, of it. What's it about? Oh, oh it's, it's, slavery about, and... it's the true story of um, the ancestors of Alex Haley, an American author... And um, it was about the, the his his ancestor Kuntakinte, who was abducted, taken as in the slave trade, and brought to America. Oh, wow. And it's about all the, the the awful, awful life he had, and his descendants, and had their eventual journey to freedom. And I'm welling up talking about <laughs> oh, it. Was it's the most so incredible moving. phenomenon. It is, it's especially in the seventies when there wasn't much enlightenment about race. Yes. Yeah. It was a it was a landmark series, and they've done a new version, haven't they? They've they done have. A, do you know a new the reason I'm watching the old version is because I started watching the new version and I found it too violent, yes. and it made me want to watch the old one again. Um, and Lavar Burton's in it. Yeah, he plays Kunta Kinte, and it's amazing in it. it just a, and who, who produced that? Which was, was that a? It was that. Is that an American? Was that an American TV series? Yeah, 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 back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That does sound really good, actually. Okay, from the absolute sublime to the ridiculous. Hopefully, uh, what? Is your guilty, uncool entertainment pleasure something that you like but you really think you shouldn't like? I've had so many. <laughs> um, gosh, I, I can watch any old nonsense. I'm, I'm kind of a sucker. 
for a very well done um, reality show. So, really? like, I, I love Strictly. Um, oh, right, Strictly I, Come Dancing. I loved American Idol when that was on. Did you? Yeah, I loved it. And now it's finished. But it's coming back next year. They're, they're, they're relaunching it next year. Oh, so, I, good. I'm really happy. <laughs> Um, yeah. Are you dancing on ice? I used to love dancing. dancing. I on watched ice. one series that of that and, and liked it, but I, I can't. You know, I've had it. What, 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 Stri- Strictly Come Dancing, I watched because it's usually on just before Doctor Who or after Doctor Who, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And so I come. Oh no, it's on before. I can't remember what they do in the scheduling. They put it on before actually, don't they? Which is why Doctor Who's ended up so on so late. Strictly is one of those things. I. I I never thought that it would be as big as it it well because it used to be it used to be come dancing didn't it years ago and when it came back I thought oh this will will, will this take off I don't think it will but it's huge it is an absolute like national thing now that everybody it's all over Twitter you'll see it people will say oh strictly da 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 you know this is how they it says it has well just, it, it it's kind of football in our house <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that well in you know in kind of that that sort of level of support and excitement. Oh, I so see. I don't, I don't do football, but I do do Strictly Come Dancing. Oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going here. So, <laughs> so the, the question is, Mr Richardson, is if, yes. if out of some strange parallel universe you got an email saying, we'd like you to come on Strictly Come Dancing, would you give it a go? Or would you say, oh, I, I, I don't, don't fancy myself as a... Oh, no, I'd be shocking. But that's yeah, part of the fun, yeah. isn't it? I'd be it? shocking, but also I'm not remotely famous, Benji. So <laughs> I, I think, think, I I think you might be neither, remotely famous. I fulfil neither <laughs> criteria. <laughs> well, thank you, David, for sharing that. Now, in a strange time switch thing, we're now going to do the news with you, which will be edited uh, edited in earlier. Right. But, but thank you for this wonderful interview. It's been wonderful. Destructive. <laughs> thank you all. <laughs> Now for the Random Boy Selectatron. And if you don't know what the Randomoid Selectatron is, we pluck a random release from the Big Finish archive. We do this with the help of Hannah Newman's uh, wonderful website, which I'm sure is usually in the uh, description. And uh, we don't know what's coming up. It could be anything. That is the beauty of this. So We're currently looking at a gif of a spiralling kazoo and the Doctor and Bilal in Death to the Daleks to, saying, Stop, don't kazoo. <laughs> it's, the, it's the way he just the way he sort of leaps. Like, I can't explain it. It's something that he does and it's just sort of, there. <laughs> the next ten minutes is just going to be us looking at this gif going, Oh, look at that. Well, th- this will be the, the Death to the Daleks commentary and will be like this, won't it? I can imagine. If, if it ever me. gets done. I would like to do it. It would be fun. You know. <laughs> we both <laughs> Yeah, right, I'm going to press the. Uh, wait, yeah. did you press that? There you up there. I'm going to press the button. What is it going to be? Oh, oh. Dark Eyes Two. Well, you've you've got Nick Briggs here. Who? Yeah. Absolutely, this is right up your Strasser. My Strasser, yes, yes. Well, Dark Eyes Two. Um, the uh, something I didn't plan for. Here's the trailer, anyway. Uh, I'm seeing. A lot of crush injuries, a blast injuries. No, 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 no! Where are you taking me? I'm not taking you anywhere. You're just following me. Who are your heavy breathing friends? No! 
this is what you really want, Doctor, is it? To die defeating the Daleks. Well, Doctor? There's more at stake here. As I went down to Dublin City At the hour of twelve at night Who should I see but the Spanish lady Washing her feet by candlelight? Feet? <laughs> what have you been doing since you stole that antique TARDIS of yours? Since you first landed on Scarlet? It wasn't planned. Shouting, None of it was planned. Look at me! I'm not fighting a war while you battle the Daleks all the way through space and time. As we rise up and bank over the city, I see the familiar view remains of a great civilization now defeated broken come on keep pushing keep pushing that's it that's it in in, in, both of you it's engulfing the corpse the mummified body let me out open this door it's happening again go now get them where where to the priest hole what priest hole we just bounced off the edge of the universe Slightly different, not to mention impossible. An infinity beyond your imagining. You bow down before me. I am come to your world. This is all horribly familiar, and it seems to be focused on us. What the hell's in that container? You really don't want to know. I can see. Can you hear me? They sent a fellow there to stop the Daleks at their creation once, you know. <laughs> but I hear he didn't have the stomach for it. There we go. Yes. Yeah, so dark eyes was not Dark Eyes 1. Dark Eyes was just Dark Eyes, and I wrote it as a four-part, you know, box set story. That was going to be the end of it. But it was so incredibly popular that Jason said, we've got to do three more. <laughs> and so uh, I realised that it was time to, uh, you know, I couldn't, I'd, I'd be stuck in Dark Eyes and nothing else for ages. And I thought, we've, you've got to let other voices in. So I said I'd write the first story, which is called The Traitor, which is very much a Dalek story. And then... Alan Barnes and I had a little uh, story conference with uh, Matt Fitton and he had all sorts of ideas. So what are the other stories in it? Oh yeah, The the White Room by Alan Barnes, um, uh, Time's Horizon by Matt Fitton and also Eyes of the Master by Matt Fitton. And that's where we brought the the new, our new incarnation of the master played by Alex McQueen. Superb. Into the Paul Superb. McGann. Superb. What, a, what, a, what an actor and what a, what a great character as well. Oh, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. And um, uh, great. Who did the post-production on this? I can't remember now. Um, oh, it was Wilfredo Acosta, of course, who's like a, um, a radio legend as far as I'm concerned. You know, when, when Wilfredo started working for us, he also records for us at the Soundhouse studio. He's a sound engineer, but when he started working for us doing sound design and music, it was just, um, I'd heard his name so often. Technical presentation by Wilfredo Acosta <laughs> at the end of B- brilliant BBC radio dramas. And he's, uh, yeah, just such a pro, does such incredible work and takes everything so lightly on his shoulders. I, I genuinely feel that if Wilfredo were to have um, a major emotion like hatred, he might just go, uh, yeah, I uh, hate you. Uh, you know, he's just so laid back. He's he's just amazing. Fantastic work. Um, now, of course, we had Ruth Bradley in this as Molly O'Sullivan. Um, and such a pleasure to work with her. A brilliant uh, uh, companion and a lovely person to have around, actually. Loads of great memories from this. I mean, not to go into too much detail, I was, in fact, taken really quite seriously ill uh, during the production of this, so the studio production, so the last day's worth of recording was nominally, I would say, directed by Paul Sprague because oh. he was in the studio. He'd never directed before, and um, he, uh, yeah, he got on with it. He looked at my schedule and, and, and sorted out what needed to be done, bless him. 
um, and uh, and it all did get done. Um, yeah. And there, I, there was I in hospital with no signal on my mobile. I think I eventually managed to get a text out saying, I'm in hospital. <laughs> Still, I'm all right now. That's the main thing, isn't it? That is the main thing, indeed. This has got Nicola Walker in it as well. That's uh, right. As Liv Chenka, um, one of Carried On, Throughout the Dark Eyes sets, didn't she? And Into Doom Coalition, uh, all four of the box sets of that as well. And probably beyond, we hope. And probably beyond. I, I hope so. I, I love Liv... Liv and Helen. It's quite fitting, I was thinking, that we've got Dark Eyes on here, seeing as we are currently recording in, The Time War. I know, in a studio with Paul McGann. Yeah, uh, Liv Chenka I created for Robophobia, a Sylvester McCoy story, and uh, David Richardson said, you know, we've just got to get Nicola back. She's so brilliant. And so that's another reason why I wrote the first script in this, because this first script is very much... Um, the story is told in an interesting order for the box set. And the first script is very much Livchenka's story and Livchenka's uh, encounter with the Eighth Doctor, thinking, because she had no idea that the Doctor could change his appearance. So there's all that vibe going on as well. I like about Livchenka as a companion is she's a quick learner and she's she's like a. I, I would say she's a steady pair of hands. Like, you. She's exactly what you, you you want in a companion in terms of if if I was the doctor traveling, she she just gets on with it. She she'll help explain stuff to if anybody's confused. She just doesn't question. She's just like yeah, okay, that's just how he is. That's the way it is. I like that about Liv. I have to say. And also, I mean, that's down to uh, Nicola as an actress. She can deal with anything you throw oh, at her. She's, as, she's great fun, and, isn't yeah, she? She's just lovely. One, I mean, she she is going to be. She's already pretty famous. She's going to be remarkably famous, and she's hugely respected in the industry in the UK. And I think that is just going to increase as more and more people, producers, writers, directors, discover the the thing that we knew. She she was already popular. She'd already been in Spooks for several years. Well, she's one of those UK um, spy series. She's one of those actors, I think, who even if if you've not heard her name, if if you were to see a picture of her, you would rec- you would have seen her on the telly because yes. she you. She just wanted you to say, oh yeah, I know who, who that is. There's something extraordinary and remarkable about her, and yet she is able to portray uh, very uh, low-key realism with absolute pinpoint accuracy. Yeah, it, yeah. It's the extraordinariness of the unextraordinary, what, what she does. You know, it's something that we all recognise as the truth, but it's not operatic. That's my review of the day. It's a nice, nice sort of profound statement there. Yeah. I, I like it. The answer's on an email as to what the heck I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it, I think, from Ran. That's it. I think, well, I think well, Ran's done us a, a, a sterling job today. You know, we, he always comes up trumps, but on this particular bizarre occasion, uh, he really has come up trumps. Uh, for he's a, little, a true trumper. A true, <laughs> Hold a on, that sounds a bit political. He's a true trumper. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolute uh, sterling work there, Rand. So well done. And on that uh, note, uh, I'm going to pick up Rand now. I'm going to put him in this wonderful green basket front, which says home base on the side, <laughs> which we are balancing our um, our microphone on. I'm going to put him in there and just cradle him for a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's the noise he makes, a sort of nice calming rocking motion. Then I'm going to probably put him down and just get on with other stuff. Yeah. Fire around. You know, he's had, he's had a bit of bit of time. I can't devote all my time no. to Sorry. him. Bye. Bye. So, ladies and gentlemen, 
this looks to be the end of the podcast is crashing towards us at an incredible speed it has hurtled down the lovely river which is uh or, or should i say canal which serenades us here at the studio um it's wearing a pair of small armbands uh, uh has a snorkel that i wouldn't advise it goes under the water because canal water is fairly dirty but um yes that's that's where the podcast is going shall i do the latest release in a moment okay. uh, and if it carries on for long <laughs> enough i, I uh, it will get connected to the wider canal network yeah most boring thing i've ever said I, uh, time now for the uh, uh the whistle and fuse <laughs> Right, well, here are the uh, latest releases, uh, The Shape of Things to Come. H.T. Uh, Wells starring Nicola Walker and Sam Charlton, the aforementioned Nicola Walker. Uh, the Ninth Doctor Chronicles. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, yeah, well, you know the story. It's me doing a bit of narrating and being the Ninth Doctor with Camille Kaduri and Bruno Langley. Also, Torchwood Corpse Day, the most amazing thing, starring Bern Gorman and Tom Price. Uh, Dark Shadows, Lee, Dreams I Can't Read, Dreams of Long Ago, <laughs> starring David Selby, Andrew Collins, Lisa Richards and Christopher Pennock. I've mentioned this before, Vortex Ice, Cortex Fire, yeah, starring Colin Baker and Lisa Greenwood. A nice little double bill with a sixth Doctor and flip there. Uh, Fourth Doctor, The Haunting of Malkin Place, Unit Assembled is out. Yeah, big yeah. one, big one. Mm. Also uh, coming up, there will be Writing on the Water, uh, an audiobook uh, by... And spoken by uh, Jane Slavin, brilliant actress. And coming up very, very soon, The Curse of the Crimson Throne, Skeletons of Scarwall from the Pathfinder Legends series. And also a Doctor Who short trip read by Annika Wills called Falling. But those last three ones are just coming up. I just thought I'd throw them in there since they were written in front of my face. There we go. You can't you can't ask more. That is some bang for your buck there. Thank you very much, Nick, as always, for joining us on this podcast voyage. Indeed. Uh, the only thing we have to decide is what our drama teases. No idea. Well, I, I, I prefer... I mean, I, I like an Earl Grey, personally, but I'll I, I tell you what I don't like. I don't like a breakfast tea, because it's just tea. There's no, there's nothing else about it. I like breakfast no, tea. It's, no, that's good. I, I like breakfast tea, but what is breakfast tea? Breakfast tea. It's just tea. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's bog-standard builder's tea, as they would say. Well, they should call country. it that instead. <laughs> yeah, on that, that would be a great slogan. Bog, bog standard, standard builders tea. Bog standard. Or just so, just tea. But anyway, for, uh, due to your uh, uh, deliberately misunderstanding for comic effect, <laughs> <laughs> we've completely avoided the subject of what the 15-minute drama tease is. We've no idea at this stage. When I edit it together, I will have made a decision. You'll already. You're. Uh, they'll have the advantage of us, won't they? They will. They. They will. Yeah. It'll, it'll be. It'll be there. It'll be, it'll, it'll, there'll be a picture of it. Or but, something. but for us, it's. It really is a lucky dip, isn't it? The lucky dip, dip. of audio. Lucky dip. We're literally sitting in front of a microphone making weird noises. Oh, good times, good times. Well, yes, so there we go. Drama Tees coming up any moment now. From me, Benji, it's goodbye. And from me, Nick, it is definitely goodbye. Goodbye.
sized coney, aren't you? Ah, uh, my gale will make a lovely stew with you, young buck. Don't fight now. Soon be out of that snare and the rain. Soon be done. You're tired, aren't you? Hope you've not been caught too long. I can't come for you till dark now, can I? Bloody hell. No, please don't go. I didn't mean to scare you. I, I'm quite safe. Please. <laughs> ah. Ah. Oh. Sodic. Oh. oh, my leg. Hold on. Don't panic, I'm coming. Oh, uh, please, your ladyship. I was just foraging. Pig nuts and mushrooms. And I must have gone through a gap in the dark, I think. I'm a good worker. You ask any of the estate men about Sam, they'll say. I've not been poaching, neither, if that's what you're thinking. Oh, Sam? These rabbits are for you. I was checking your ladyship's snares, see? Save your keeper coming out in this weather. And as I say, I must have come through a gap. Sam! Shush! I don't know who you think I am, but that's not me. My name's Abby. Abby Grant. I'm in need of shelter. Grant? That's right. We don't have any Grants. You have now. You're not from the village? First be. No. But I'd very much like to go there, Mr... Um... Uh, Fulcher. Sam Fulcher. But I'm not sure as you can. Hurstby village has banged it off. Yes. I came across the barrier on the lane below. It's why I've come up through the woods. Bounded off in the woods, too. Apart from where you came through in the dark. Perhaps. Can you help me up, Miss Grant? Mrs. Oh, very pleased for you. I'm married myself, so you needn't worry about me and all that. Can you help me up, Mrs.? Uh, yes, of course. Are you well, Sam? Never better, but I think I've twisted my ankle. Oh, I'm sorry, that was my fault. You startled me. Posh and that, I thought. Never mind. Far too young now, I see you proper. Now, will you please give me a hand up? I'm catching my death down here. Sorry, I just worried you might be sick. Well, only of lying in mud. Trust me, I'd not be out in all this if I were poorly. No, I suppose not. I need somewhere to dry out myself. Is there anywhere in Hurstby you can take me? <sighs> Perhaps. We'll see, but it'd need care. I wouldn't want anything posh. Here, take my hand. Pull up on me. Oh, it's not broken, is it? No, you know when you break a bone, Mrs. You feel it snapping. Like with this rabbit here. The one you weren't poaching. One of the ones I weren't poaching, I. You're not fit to move, are you? Of course I am. I'll be fine. See if you can get me a broken branch, can you? Something I can use as a stick. You'll definitely have to take me to Hurstby now. Why's that, missus? Because I don't think you'll manage it alone. Oh, 
put more of your weight on me, Sam, please. I can take it. Thanks, Mrs. I will. Is it much further? A little. There's a gap in the fencing at the edge of the woods. Once we're through that, we're in the grounds of the big house. The big house? Hurstby Hall. Ah, your ladyship's house. Her and her estate workers. The rest of us are down in the village. She still has staff? Oh, aye. Not as many as in the old days, mind. Oh, no, that wouldn't be. There's her keeper, a cook, a few groundsmen. She was lucky. We all were, missus. Oh. What were you even doing coming to Hursby, missus? <laughs> we're not on our way anywhere. I got caught out by the weather heading to Stedham. I saw your little village was a lot nearer on the map, so I, I forked off the main road. Thought I'd be able to find some shelter. I hadn't banked on the lane being barricaded off so well. You were walking to Stedham? Where from? Bextow. Bextow to Stedham? On foot? Yes. I started out early. You'd have to. You'd be walking all day. Have they not got horses at Bextow anymore? <laughs> oh, they've got them. They just wouldn't let me have one. We had a bit of a falling out. They thought I'd driven my last horse too hard. Aye, well, they were always tricky, Bextow folk. Is it bad there? I've seen worse. The main village was burned out and looted when there were still car gangs. But it's been resettled a bit since. There's 20 or so of them working a farm now. 20? Well, not all locals, obviously. Have you not been to Bexto since the death? Well, Countess thought it better we didn't. Built a barricade instead. <sighs> oh. <sighs> we're coming to the break now. You can't see it unless you know, but there's a section of the hedge set back and a piece of fence that lifts out. Take care, though. There's still sharp wire strung about. <clears throat> Bit of a squeeze, missus. Need to crawl through here. Crawl? Aye. Come on. Follow me. Once we're through, stay close to the edge of the woods. To keep some shelter? So the Countess doesn't see you on her land. I did, Mangum. I've been watching the storm. Yes, it's fierce out. Just coming across from the lodge has fetched me a dousing. I can see you. Rest assured I'm keeping back from the carpets. Hmm. Is there a problem, my lady? There may be, Mangum. I believe I've spied movement in the grounds. Can't think much will be out in that. It was down near the wood's edge, picked out by the lightning. Could it not have been branches? Lightning casts strange shadows. It wasn't branches. I've seen a great many storms. It was human. He's picked a bad night, then. Not he, Mangum. They. There were two of them. Are you sure, my lady? Would I have rung for you otherwise? I suggest you load your shotgun, Mangum. We've trespassers in the grounds. Of course, Lady Colhurst. I'll call up my men.
mown lawn, Sam. I don't know when I last saw a mown lawn. No, the Countess doesn't want long grass up near the boundary fence. It'll make life too easy for people like us. Keep close to the woods till we see the village. <laughs> Can't we just head to the big house, Sam? We'd be in and dry in no time. <laughs> Your shortcut's been paying off well today, have they? No, but... You're safer sheltering elsewhere. You just don't want to explain. I met you poaching in the woods. I was foraging, right? Just happened to forage a brace of rabbit. Right. If we do meet any ground staff, you didn't meet me in the woods, all right? Don't want the Countess knowing folk have been out of bounds. Oh, there must be somewhere nearer to shelter. Or get pneumonia in this. Isn't there an outbuilding in the ground somewhere? Where do they keep the lawnmower? I know a few spots. I know where you'd want to spend the night in wet clothes. Right. I'm sorry, Sam. I can't keep this up. We're going to the big house. No. There'll be too many questions. Well, I'll answer them reasonably. But I was out of bounds. I won't mention any of that. I'll say I stumbled in from the woods through luck. And met me poking about the old gardens in a rainstorm. No. Leave me out of it. If you're going in there, I can't be seen with you, missus. Good luck. Oh, Sam. rushing about on my ankle in the dark is not safe. Sam! Oh, great. Good work, Abby. wing, of course. Um, anyone there? What answer came then? None. Rats, with my luck. Oh. Steps down. Cellars or kitchens, if I know these big houses. Question is, is there wood for the stove? <gasps> hey! He's locked in, hey. Good work, Mr. Mangum, sir. What's going on? Let me out! Who are you and what are you doing here? My name's Abby Grant. I was just trying to get some shelter and light a fire. Who are you and why have you locked me in? I'm Mr. Mangum. I manage the estate. That means it bothers me when people break me. I haven't broken in anywhere. What are you doing in Hurstby, Grant? I was trying to reach Stedham. I'm looking for my son. 
I met some people in the convoy down south who thought he might be with a group up here. We're nothing to do with Stedham. I know, but I was caught in the rain, and on the map you looked much closer. I didn't know the road was blocked. I headed up into the woods and found a gap in your fence. You just found a way in? Yes. We don't allow outsiders on the estate. Well, I didn't know that, did I? Wasn't the barricade on the road clue enough? I thought that was to stop looters. It's there to keep us plague free. Oh, the outbreak was months ago. It didn't spread this far. What are you on about? I'm talking about the plague that hit two years ago. You mean the death? If you survived it, you're resistant. If you're all doing so well out there, how come there's no power? Where are your motor cars? Well, we lost so many people. Hurstby lost no one. No one? Not a soul. So how many are you? 203 now. About the same then. A couple of babies born since. A few died last winter. 200 people? All without symptoms? Oh, that's wonderful! We knew a few people seemed to be resistant, some gene or something. But if your whole community has that resistance... Not resistant. We never had your death. Barricade stopped it when you were still calling it flu. I don't understand. The road was closed before the plague. A landslip came down off the hill. The council were in no hurry to clear it, and we were in no rush to leave. Next thing, they were all busy with their crisis. You were isolated before the outbreak. But how have you survived? We're a farming village. We farm. You never had the death here at all? No. We knew it was serious when the electric stopped. We got batteries from the village shop and carried on listening to the wireless, trying to play it all down. Then the wireless stopped too. That was when the Countess said to fortify the landslip. Oh, Mr. Manuel, you've got to let me out of here right now. It's incredibly important. Not my decision. Matter for her ladyship. Listen, Mr. Manuel. I may have put your village in terrible danger. 